Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Breakfast Club Mains Big Z, 92.7, worldwide at the all-new MainsBigZ.com. St. Mary's Community Connection Hour for a Wednesday. We've got guests today from St. Mary's Breast Health, Dr. Catherine O'Connor. She's a breast surgeon. And Dorothy Guild, registered nurse navigator. We'll call her Dottie, like .com or .e or .ing, maybe. Good morning, ladies. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for being in this morning. I really appreciate it. Does this get you out of any type of work-related responsibilities for a little while? Just for about an hour. Yeah. Yep. Is it nice to get that hour though? Yes, you I feel get like to you're go playing to Starbucks. Hooky a little, yeah, yeah. yeah. You felt <laughs> felt like you were playing a little hooky. That was good. No, they they give you like a bathroom pass or something. Like, please return in an hour. Like, was it a big thing? Like we got in school? No, no, nothing. No, wow. they make us carry beepers, so we can't go too far. Okay, all right. That's like th- that's like the the adult version of the bathroom pass, I guess. The beeper. <laughs> how how long have each of you been with St. Mary's? So I am the older one. I have been there for 42 years, but not always in breast health, but usually in some form of oncology, um, cancer, nursing. How long have you been in breast health? I've been there about eight or nine years. Hmm. How about you, Dr. O'Connor? I came to St. Mary's just about a year ago, um, but I've been in practice for over 20 years and always had about 50% of my practice be breast related. Hmm. That makes sense. Um, what exactly is a breast health program and how is it different than going to like maybe a regular doctor for a checkup? Well, we only see breast related things. It's not just women. We do see men, men get breast issues too, and it's breast health. So it's not just breast cancer. It's breast infections. It's women who are having issues breastfeeding that their midwife or lactational consultant are not quite sure what to do with. It's women who have lumps or bumps. I see teenagers, I see women in their 90s. So it's a, a program that encompasses the girls. Wow, oh, I didn't even, I didn't know that was, uh, I didn't know there was so much going in on that. I, I, was, I was unaware of that. I've, I've been enlightened today, I feel. What is the latest technology used for, uh, for, for screening for breast cancer? Is, is the mammogram the only test out there right now or are there different things? It's not the only test, but it's kind of our mainstay. Um, Mammogram has its pros and cons. There are certain things it can see or not see. It's a low-dose x-ray of the breasts. But in addition to that, we use ultrasound because that can see certain things like cysts much better than a mammogram does. And that uses sound waves, just like when you have an ultrasound of your gallbladder or a baby ultrasound. Um, With those two, sometimes we actually have to add MRI and use that to see things that aren't showing up on either one of them or to augment something that we're trying to work up. And for some patients with breast cancer, it helps us stage and see how they're responding to treatment. So it's a whole armamentarium of, of testing that we do, but there's no one magic bullet, oh, get this test and you don't have to do anything else. 
Dr. Catherine O'Connor is a breast surgeon, and Dottie Gound is a nurse navigator over at St. Mary's Breast Health. Find them online at stmarysmaine.com or find them and like them on Facebook, St. Mary's Regional Medical Center. It is a St. Mary's Community Connection Hour. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. You'll regret it if you do. Welcome back. Segment number two with the young ladies from St. Mary's Breast Health, Dr. Catherine O'Connor and Dottie Guild. It's a St. Mary's Community Connection Hour for a Wednesday. stmarysmaine.com, Facebook, St. Mary's Regional Medical Center. So we were just talking about some of the latest technology, some of the things you used. Dottie, your title is Nurse Navigator. What exactly is that? Do you, do you get a GPS of some type? Is it a special? Is it a special body GPS? How does that go? What is that? Is there special training involved? You know. So I have some uh, special training that I got through a national um, breast um, association for navigators, and also it just means um, helping support and collaborate patients' appointments and being there through the process from the beginning to the end of their treatments and beyond. So I am their go-to person whenever they need something, an appointment, financial help. I try to find them an avenue for whatever they might need during all this treatment. Probably a lot to that. There is a lot to it, but you know what? After 42 years, I think I finally found the job that fit me the best and has. Um, I can see some good rewards at the end of the day so it's all worth it is there a lot of training involved in that or is it just a, a culmination of, of so much time i think it's time and yeah. learning you know the ins and outs of things and learning different departments in the hospital and them getting to know me and me getting to know them and that way we work really well together and it benefits the patient in the long run fantastic. Now, Dr. Connor, how do you and Dottie work together when a patient is sent to your department? What's unique about your partnership? Well, it's a team approach. Um, patients are referred from their primary care provider, whether it's a nurse practitioner, a PA, a physician. Patients can come through the emergency room. Patients can self-refer. They can literally call up and say, I have XYZ, what do I do? And we can get them on the path of seeing me getting the appropriate testing done. Um, so when somebody calls in or is referred in, that immediate cl immediately clicks the entire team so that they're getting the testing, they're getting the support. If it's something that needs additional workup, we can get that going. And then we support them through the process. If it needs to have a biopsy, we get the appropriate biopsy. If it needs to have an actual operation, we get that arranged and we help them through the entire process. Like I said before, it's not always breast cancer. There are other breast issues that come up that can be just a short term that they're with us. And for some folks, it's a longer chronic issue that needs to be taken care of. Um, so patients feel like they can call, they can get an answer. They're not waiting days or weeks to find out an answer. Um, and having a program where we have all that support built in that we have a process in place depending on where we need to go with what's going on. Um, it makes things a lot easier. Sounds like it really would. Uh, Dr. Catherine O'Connor and Dottie Gild are here from St. Mary's Breast Health. Find them online at stmarysmaine.com or on Facebook, St. Mary's Regional Medical Center. It's the St. Mary's Community Connection Hour for a Wednesday. We'll take a break. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. We really took that break. We took the hell out of that break. We really did. Dr. O'Connor and Dottie Gild are here from St. Mary's Breast Health. Find them online at stmarysmain.com. It's the St. Mary's Community Connection Hour for a Wednesday. It seems to be some discussion or, you know, some might say controversy as to when women should start screening for breast cancer. I guess everything's a controversy nowadays. You know, it's a thing. What's the latest guideline and what do you typically advise people? Well, the latest guidelines, the problem is there's not one. There are several. There's the National Task Force, then there are the different specialty societies, the radiologists, the gynecologists, the breast surgeons, the general surgeons, though they're pretty much in line with the breast surgeons group. Um, the big thing being there needs to be a discussion between the primary care and woman who wants to be screened as to what the pros and cons are and what her individual risk is. So if you, if you think that like the old days, well, I'm 40 years old, I will just get a mammogram every year until I die, that's not necessarily true. Um, when we start looking at research and what they call evidence-based medicine, you know, we follow people for 20 years, they get mammograms, they don't get mammograms, they get mammograms sometimes. Did that change their outcome? Um, the problem that a lot of us have with the National Task Force saying that maybe begin at 40, definitely begin at 50 every other year, maybe every three years, is that it's being assumed that there's a discussion and an ongoing assessment of each woman's risk every time they go to see their doctor and that we're asking about their family history. Um, and that's, that's just not happening. Um, that has to be part of it, that whole shared decision-making um, so that women can make a choice one way or the other. What role does genetics play in breast cancer? Should someone ask about genetic testing and when should someone ask about it? Well, when we talk about breast cancer and genetics, then there's, there's two different animals. There's the people who have a family history of breast cancer and whether or not that is something that is going through their family versus somebody who just out of the blue is the first person that got breast cancer in their family. 85% of breast cancers have no family history involved. Um, and then when you talk about, you know, like Angelina Jolie, who has the BRCA2 gene mutation, that has, it's not just breast, it's ovarian. There's pancreas cancer increased risk. So, and it's just not the BRCA1 and 2 gene. There are another eight genes that have a link to breast cancer and increased risk. So, you know, say everybody in your family seems to get colon cancer then that could be another genetic thing that happens to have breast as part of it and needs to be recognized for that. So whether or not people get breast cancer gene testing depends on whether that you have it or what your family history is. And it's a very selective thing. That voice you hear is Dr. Catherine O'Connor, breast surgeon at St. Mary's Regional Medical Center in the St. Mary's Breast Health Department. stmarysmain.com is the website. Find them, like them on Facebook, St. Mary's Regional Medical Center. It's the St. Mary's Community Connection Hour for a Wednesday. Donnie Guile, the nurse navigator, is in as well. One more segment here on The Z. Welcome back. Fourth and final segment of the St. Mary's Community Connection Hour. For a Wednesday, Dr. Catherine O'Connor is here, breast surgeon, and Dottie Guile, nurse navigator. 
stmarysmaine.com is the website. You can find them and like them on Facebook as well, St. Mary's Regional Me Medical Center. It is the St. Mary's Community Connection Hour for a Wednesday. Talk about St. Mary's Breast Health today. How about recommendations for lowering cancer risks? Are there things that people can be doing now to lower their risks of, of developing breast cancer? Well, for everybody, for overall health, um, making sure that you're following a decent diet. So you're getting fruits and vegetables, doesn't matter what proportion, three or four servings per day. And making sure you're out and exercising. All the things for good health. For women who have gone through menopause, studies are showing that if they are obese um, or morbidly obese, which is body mass index over 40, their risk of breast cancer goes up even higher. And that's because fat tissue makes estrogen. So it's like being on a hormone replacement pill by carrying around that extra weight. Um, not smoking, absolutely. Studies are now showing that smoking is an independent risk factor for breast cancer, all by itself, not in conduction, or not in, um, not together with other issues. It's all by itself. Alcohol, one serving of alcohol or less, and a serving is six ounces per day, averaged over a week. So if you have a couple of glasses of wine on the weekend, not a big deal, but if you're having a couple of glasses per night, that adds up. I bet. I didn't realize that, man. That just took all the fun out of the late night glass of wine. That wraps that up. Thanks. It's good. Yeah, it's, that's super. Since October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, what's the one takeaway you'd like our audience to have today? What can people do to take care of themselves or others in their family? I think you started uh, with a couple of good things in your last segment there. Just following a healthy diet, being active, keeping your weight down, um, and what we call being breast self-aware. It used to be, oh, you have to check your breasts every month looking for something. It, it doesn't have to be that formal just knowing what's normal for you and if something changes bring it to the attention of someone nothing's more tragic than somebody who said well you know i found this six months ago and i wasn't sure what to do and they ignore it i mean women are great at denial and um so so don't be afraid breast I, cancer is not a death sentence that i i'm shocked that you heard that that you said that because it was so true women are great at denial yes they are <laughs> So much so, so much so. Dottie, anything you want to add? No, uh, the only thing I would add is communication. Certainly, if you find something that's suspicious, um, you know, call your primary care provider, or we do take self-referred patients, and we would see you and sort through what's going on so it can relieve some of that anxiety that's certainly related to a lump in your breast. I want to thank both of you for showing up here this morning, Dr. Catherine O'Connor and Dottie Guild. Dr. O'Connor is a breast surgeon, and Dottie Guild is the RN navigator for St. Mary's Breast Health. Find them online, stmarysmain.com, St. Mary's Regional Medical Center on Facebook. This has been the St. Mary's Community Connection Hour for Wednesday. Ladies, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. More on the way. Man's Big Z, 92.7, 105.5. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.